Mayo Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast, episode 153. Your host, Food Drink, is here. I am fucking hangry. Starting out with cuss words. That's one of those days. Lunch date edition with my boy swags. What's going on, dude? The no lunch lunch date. No lunch lunch date today. Yep. So if I get hangry, that's why. And I'm going to blame swags and... Unfortunately, as much as I like this dude, it's he's probably gonna piss me off too. Ah, <laughs> That's the plan, dude. <laughs> Superflex, <Hope>. dude. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you doing? What's up, boys? From Man, the, it from the everywhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. This is this is the one though that I've been waiting to come on though, and uh, uh, I yeah, I'm just just kind of every every other guest appearance is just me practicing, getting ready for the breakdown. Because <laughs> this this is where you want to be. This is the fun one, man. Uh, nice. Appreciate you. Yeah, we told him well, at the we'll, beginning we'll of the show you, uh, we were like, you know, we we hope you're finally here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Treading into enemy territory a little bit, I guess. I mean, we're, <sighs> we were we were supposed to be enemies, anyways. That's what that's, they all told us. But here we are, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was it was a fun little rivalry, if I guess we had to be. But man, I, I don't know. I I I was one of the group that actually never even looked at it that way. I didn't even know about it for a while. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know we were beefing, dude. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, me either. <laughs> me like, oh, either. Really. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, like yeah. <laughs> I went out and uh, got a leather coat, cut the sleeves off, got a patch. It was basically like fuck those guys. Yeah, and that was just because I found out, you know, and had to keep it real. When yeah. I had to match the one I was already rocking. So cool. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm ready for a three way, you know, tag team. <laughs> so right match? I don't know how that works. Hell and cell, let's just fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, let's just get over it. But with. no, seriously, um, <laughs> John, like, tell them where you're from, like, everywhere. The pods you do, you know yeah. what I mean? You got, you, you're a busy guy. You All the some, shit they can find. Yeah, me. seriously. Oh man, oh man, yeah. I'll try and make it quick, but yeah, there's there's a lot going on. But uh, let's see. So the Superflex Super Show, which is part of the DLF family of podcasts, and uh, which is an FF- awesome show. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Very entertaining listening, for sure. I, yeah. I love the energy you have, like, coming into the show. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, dude. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Th- this one, so that one in Super Flexible, that's all you need for to dominate your Super Flex leagues. Boom. Just, just yep. those two, get rid of everything else. <laughs> uh, although, uh, I mean, you might as keep listening to the breakdown, obviously. And then the other one, FF Statistics, uh, I'm on the flagship. Uh, podcast with Addison Hayes. Yep. Um, so yeah, keep that one in the rotation too, but um, it's not going to do a lot for you on uh, in your super flex leagues. We Everything should else, start we like a, a super flex like rivalry league or um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something that'd be kind of like cool. Like like a like a listeners league, like yeah. super show and super flexible listeners, something yeah. like that. Like what? Yeah. What do you? What is? Uh, gosh, I'm gonna just. I I feel so ignorant. I'm drawing a blank. Like, what is it like when you have it's your the families are going at it? Like, um, oh, family feud. feud? Yeah, feud. yeah. And, uh, Time to play the feud. Superflex feud. Yeah. <laughs> superflex super feud. Hell yeah! Like sixteen. I feel teams like you're, you're shading that a little bit on your side, John. <laughs> 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 so back to breakdown um john obviously doing superflex super show and fs statistics like lots of lots of knowledge all over the board here so we put up a listener shout just seeing you know we're still in the non-point scoring season all the camps are opening up and people are getting hurt or not showing up whatever blah blah, blah. let's let's get into what the listeners want during this time and as we're getting closer to maybe a little bit of that redraft mindset but there's still plenty of dynasty stuff going on uh, my very first one is who has the worst shot of playing all 16 games this year between Kamara, Barkley, and CMC? Do any of those make either one of you nervous about getting all 16 games in or who, who won't play all 16, I guess? Oh man. That's a good it's question. mean, to, it's mean to predict injury, right? But all, <laughs> yeah. you know. These yeah. three guys are in the top three, four of what you're looking at now. So if, if one guy maybe we feel worse about maybe only giving us 12 or somewhere in there, who is it? Yeah, it's it's mean. It's also not great 
business. You know, it's not a very good Fantasy policy. Karma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. this is from Third Mike, and he could give a shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I mean, I will say, I, I think I'm going to go with Kamara just because. It, uh, so I'm I'm such a sucker for these narratives, guys. Like the anytime that there's like some kind of trend, like even though there's no real reason for it, there's no like a- analysis behind it. It's just kind of it's it's like junk theory, and it's it's kind of a, a more of a superstition than anything. But you know, I, I've brought up this stat several times that you know running backs usually don't make it if they have a top five season they don't make it back into the top five but both Mm -hmm. Gurley and Kamara did it two years in a row now they've both been top five running backs the last two years and so I mean it 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 just kind of based off of that it feels like Kamara is due for some major regression Um, Just because that's kind of what running backs do, you know, they have two, one or two good years and then they drop off quite a bit, at least for a year or two. Now, do you, do you buy a little bit into that too, just because we're expecting a a larger increased workload? Do you not buy Latavius Murray at all? Like, let's just stay in the Saints there for a minute. Or how do you, how do you see him coming into the mix with what Ingram did? Man, I, I... That's a good, that's a, that's a tough one. It's one that I haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about. I, I'm curious what you guys think too. Cause I mean, to me, I, I just, I can't imagine that they want to put a huge workload on Kamara, but sure. I, obviously it's a downgrade. So. And then that's it for me. Like at first I wanted to go to Kamara as well, but then my mind went to McCaffrey because of the workload. I think that they're going to give the kid honestly. And the chances of him in that worst case scenario that we don't want to happen. I mean, I like all these players. I'm not wishing ill on any of them. I mean, or advocating that you stay away from them. But I think that that workload alone, I mean, given his size, I know the dude's balked up, but we have to see how he's going to carry that weight. And I think that maybe he's the one I see is maybe with that workload and the talent behind him. I could see maybe getting a injury and missing a game or two. It's yeah. it's it's interesting between these three, right? So Barkley is obviously the prototypical size and is shown to be able to carry crazy workload, although McCaffrey carried it a junk load of times, like in college and now moving forward. But when you're comparing Kamara, Barkley, and CMC together as a three, Kamara is the only one that we have a legitimate like number two running back there that we could even trust fantasy-wise. You know what I mean? So that's the only guy even getting spelled here. Um, yeah, that's, so that's, that's, that's the part that worries me a little bit is at least they have other that team has another option to you know what let's give Latavius Murray this series and let Kamar take it off where Barkley and CMC just don't have that whether you believe in the rookies that the Panthers brought in at running back that were super late or even undrafted Barkley's backup in in New York is Gallman I mean is that Perkins, yeah. who's probably yeah, yeah. Perkins like who's <laughs> Jonathan Stewart still there did he retire like what are we dealing with there so that's true and and the thing is saquon also he's got a he's on a dog shit offense Mm -hmm. by the way i i love being on a uh a podcast is cool with uh explicit language finally um most of them (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna take full advantage of that advantage (laughs) that's right um but yeah I, i mean the offense for Saquon I I mean it that's what makes it so tough between these three guys it's not even Mm -hmm. that that I think they're all three going to stay healthy it's it's more that I I think that uh, all three of them probably have some injury risk and I can definitely tell a story where all three of them Mm -hmm. are are in some kind of danger you know with Saquon you just load the box you don't have a credible uh, passing offense so it's load the box and punish him you know and I, I, he can, he can take a certain amount of that, but I mean, they're going to have to run a lot. And then if they ever do go to Daniel Jones, we know that all he wants to do is dump it off. So, I mean, man, we're looking at several, you know, four or 500 touches for Barkley mm-hmm. is kind of the way this looks. And, and man, <laughs> that's that he's, he's going to get number a number crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to keep, I, I'm going to get gross for a second. Do you want, Paul Perkins or Divine Azigbo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Birkenstag has some draft capital, even though it was a couple years ago. <laughs> a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go as Zigbo. Just, I'm going to take the unknown. Like, I think if Perkins would have shown anything, although he's still there, I think he's still on a rookie deal, right? So it's not like yeah. they're doing anything. And, and I agree with you. It's, it's Give me the Murray that you want, but yeah. Take it a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. I, a, a Zigbo might end up with some standalone value. Is that's a, kind of a pass catcher too? That's the thing. I think he has a chance to come in and actually, like, if either Kamara he's a, he's or Davis a decent Murray sized down, running back too, you'll feel okay about it. You know, if Saquon goes down, I don't know that you're gonna even still feel okay with Park Perkins. Just like we've mentioned about that offense in general. Yeah, I know the Saints are gonna move the ball, so give me a Zigbo and yeah, a chance to maybe catch a couple balls or fall into the end zone. Yeah, and the the Giants would probably just go full on committee, and yeah, uh, yeah, you wouldn't want anything to do with it if it's not Barkley. And trade value, I think Paul Perkins, like Swag says uh, a lot of times, probably makes the trade worse if you try to include it. Whereas Zigbo might still have a little piece of something to somebody just because it is unknown. You ain't getting nothing for Paul Perkins except for getting laughed at. <laughs> See, you both laugh. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, even the Barkley owner probably doesn't want to pay for him. Nothing. Like as a throw-in, it'd be like, "Well, crap! Now I have to drop somebody on my team." I I don't know that I I could make. But I mean, then same yeah. with the Panthers. Like, what direction are you going there? Like Cameron Artis Payne or Elijah going Holyfield? Scarlet. Yeah, I kind of like Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, but it, I mean, same thing. It's a, like, homer, it's a homer pick for me because he's a Gator and I saw him. Whatever, but yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna make me take some grossness, I'll take Scarlet. <laughs> and he's probably yeah. pretty cheap. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I would say he's cheaper than even a Zigbo. And Scarlet was drafted, right? I think Holyfield went undrafted. Scarlet was a sixth or seventh round guy. A Zigbo was undrafted, but yeah, not that sixth, seventh round and undrafted really means shit when it comes down to it. So, uh, moving on from uh, Swags from your boy Pivot Vance McDonald. Is it the year thirty one breakout? You're not even going to talk about Vance McDonald. I'm going to go to Hogue. I know how you feel about it. Hogue, can I get any love for Vance McDonald? Uh, not a lot here. Um, I mean, F, man. It, it's, yeah. It, and I mean, I, I certainly don't have as, as much of a problem with him as Swags does. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's more just that, like, I, I don't know about that offense just in general. Like, I know that there's a ton of targets abandoned by Antonio Brown. It's uh, what, 168, I believe, Sounds 166, right. something like that. Um, but I mean, I think it's going to get spread around quite a bit. You know, all of a sudden, James Washington and Dante Moncrief are kind of in the mix. And I really think that they're going to get Jalen Samuels on the field as more mm-hmm. of a kind of a tight end and mm-hmm. uh, H-back type of thing. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that Vance McDonald could be he's he's still going to give you those weeks. I just don't think it's going to be any more predictable than it's ever been. OK, so let's say Vance goes down because that's also been a big knock on him is that he can't stay healthy. Do you think you think Jalen Samuels then just assumes that role or swags? What's the guy you keep making me try to say here? Zach Gentry. Gentry. Yeah. Do you, do we have a defined role there between those two? Do you guys feel either way there? Like, let's say Vance, whatever. I'm going I'm to keep throwing bad karma out there because that's <laughs> apparently what this show is going to be about. Vance tears his ACL in preseason week two. Boom. Out. Yeah. Jalen Samuels, Austin Gentry, or it doesn't matter. Uh, Xavier Grimble, I think, is probably still in the conversation. But, um, but yeah, I, I so I don't think the Jalen Samuels role would change. I okay. think that they're going to kind of do what they're going to do with him. And and the cool thing about having him on the field is he is kind of a do it all type of guy that you can you know you can line him up in the backfield and hand it off to him you can you you know mm-hmm. motion him to the slot you can put him in line as a blocker like he can do all that stuff and I think that they just they just you know that's just his role regardless of the rest of the personnel so yeah I mean I th- I think you probably are looking at the backups and then from there decide does that do anything for you or not because. Or, or are you just just punting the position like the rest of us? What what is uh, right, so? Let's like go back a, to a, what's a healthy Vance McDonald ceiling? I mean, a, a reasonable ceiling, not just like well. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I don't want the healthiest narrative you could write, but like a reasonable ceiling expectations. Realistic. Yeah, like 
tight end, I don't know. Uh, I mean, best case scenario, somewhere around tight end eight. 600 yards. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, He he probably would do it more, you know, mostly on touchdowns more than anything Mm -hmm. else. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, nothing nothing special. You know, 800 so many. Well, yeah. he said six. I'm I'm saying like six hundred and eight, like eight oh. touchdowns. I, oh, I'll and go eight size, touchdowns. Uh, that's what you meant. Yeah, I'll gotcha. go size the the eight hundred yards because I think that's kind of where I was before when you when you made me put a number on it. Um, but yeah, that's that is best case scenario, staying healthy. Uh, before we were talking about those targets from Antonio Brown, no, we didn't mention Deontay Johnson. So, oh, you're not believing in the rookie there, or just just because it's Washington and Moncrief and maybe a little Jalen Samuels is just not enough to go around. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. It's just it's too crowded, and I just I don't buy into rookies, rookie wide receivers. It takes too long to learn the the pro game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's just way too much nuance to it that you didn't have to deal with in college. So um, I I just don't like to buy into rookie wide receivers. Anyways, I, I'm fading all of them. Harry, you know, all all those guys. I have no use for them. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you right now. Then this was going to be a two minute uh, breakdown question, but I'm I'm going to give it to you now, and you can't cop out that way. I need a rookie <laughs> wide. I need a rookie wide receiver that you can start in 2019 as a wide receiver two three. Oh man! Put your um, put your name on a guy that that, that can find a flex spot to. basically weekly if you had to, but basically weekly flex is you know what I mean is is what we're talking about here. Then can we change it to pass catcher? Because- mm-hmm. Because I, I, you're gonna go Noah fan. I'm gonna go Noah fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. That makes it easy for me. Me and you are are totally mind melding on that one, brother. Nice. I don't mind that, but but to answer your question, no, you can't change it to past. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) This is gonna be gross. Then, Um, who's who's the one that's got the best shot? Then, I I mean I guess Harry I. Oh God! I, <laughs> I I I would have said Harry before he landed on the Patriots. I don't know if they if they're really going to trust him all that much. Edelman uh, might miss a little time now. Yeah, yeah, that's that that might help. But I I don't know. Maybe uh, I'm actually kind of thinking Hakeem Butler is as strange as it is, as it is just because. I mean, I, so first of all, it starts with the idea that it's one of the Cardinals, you know, just based on <laughs> right. what that offense is probably going to be. And the fact that it's such a sure amount of plays run. Yeah. Yeah. And and it, it's meant to be up tempo. It's meant to be kind of, you know, shorter passing plays, get the balls into get the ball into these guys' hands and let them turn into a running back. And to me, that's a lot of what Hakeem Butler actually brings to that offense. I know that. Andy Isabella is kind of the same, the same idea, um, just in a totally different package. But mm-hmm. I mean, to me, Isabella and, and Christian Kirk kind of counterfeit each other. But mm-hmm. Hakeem Butler has a chance to play a totally different role than anybody else in that offense. So I think if Bo- there's a body guy, type alone, he's just the one guy that doesn't look like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you put him on the field to do something totally different. But yeah, I mean, he's great with the ball in his hands. It's just a matter of, making that part happen <laughs> that's kind of important for wide receivers so yeah. that's, that's fair <laughs> yeah yeah right, moving, moving not on. his strong suit moving on here uh the texans wide receiver to own not named deandre hopkins let's go full ppr oh man i'm gonna start with swags here yeah i mean I, i'm gonna go kiki every day all day what's his last name kute kiki kute all right, because Pivot wants to know how do you pronounce PPPT. So I just decided I'd change my question up and uh, see how <laughs> see how we said it. Because I feel like both you and I have said it a couple different ways <laughs> across multiple podcasts. <laughs> I I also like that one. Um, oh, you gonna you're gonna make it a clean sweep, or are you going to Fuller? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll sweep it. But man, it's close. I I still like Fuller. I I I think that they're a better all around offense with Fuller on the field. But uh, correct. Yeah, I think I think uh, QT just to give us yet another pron- uh, pronunciation here, but I think, <laughs> I, think yeah, I think QT has a chance at the volume. I feel like I feel like you said it different that time too. <laughs> yeah, probably. 
it changes every time and it changes for him too so we're good he doesn't even know all right so right (laughs) his mom calls him different shit all the time um all right this let's let's get a little uh super flexible here super flexy there you go that's that's we use them both um (laughs) top five quarterback uh you know what let's 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 stop there let's just can we do our top fives Swags, you know, even though the question's on here, I just asked this the way I want to anyways. Poor listeners. They don't just even get their stop, questions answered stop. the right way. We're not <laughs> doing just stop. Let's, let's start here. Top five quarterbacks. All right. So you starting to drink? I mean, I'll start with Mahomes, but I'm putting Aaron Rodgers second. I know that makes you feel good. We're going dynasty. Yeah, that that works. Hogan, you, you still going to rock the Rodgers at one for me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Regardless, dynasty or redraft, it's, it's Rodgers for me. Uh, number one. Why? Um, why is Rogers getting zero respect? Then it seems like, and even in Superflex and and one quarterback, just as a quarterback in general, I know we're just here in age thirty five, and and people can't get off of it. Or is there more to it? You think? I mean, I I could uh, I could acknowledge a few you know potential pitfalls. I, I mean, there's thirty five years old. That's probably part of it. Um, injury concerns have been. I mean, I think it's been three straight years now where uh, injuries have kind of so slowed him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, there's uh, the receiving core on paper isn't great. And, uh, you know, now they get a new head coach, which generally takes a little bit of time to uh, to incorporate a new offense. But I don't think it's going to go that way. I think this is going to be a little bit of a different transition. I think the mm-hmm. transition is for Matt LaFleur, not for Aaron Rodgers in this particular case. <laughs> right. I uh, I agree. So after Rodgers, do you go Mahomes or what are you pushing him to? Uh, Dynasty, I I'll go with Mahomes. Um, I don't love it in redraft. He's a little bit lower than that for me. But uh, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I I think that we probably saw the best of Pat Mahomes last year. I don't think he's ever gonna do that. Again. Well, it's like the third best season ever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I expect a little regression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. For all 16 helps, though, right? Yeah. Like, it's got to make you feel a little better, redraft and dynasty. Yeah. All right, so I hit me with your first two, then. Mahomes is one. Yeah, I have Mahomes and then Watson. And Watson. So, Watson is my three. Where you at, Hope? Uh He's my four. So, who's who sneaks into three for you? Uh, Andrew Luck is three for me. All right, and I have since moved him to four for me. He used to have him outside of top five, and I we're far enough away from injury in that awesome season and line and weapons, so he moves to four. Uh, he's not that high for Swags, so Swags, where are you going? Um, So I went Mahomes, Watson, and then Aaron Rodgers. And then four for you is... Baker. Okay. Hogue, where are you at on four? Uh, let me check real quick because I'm pretty sure at three. Carson Wentz. Wentz at four. Or uh, sorry, four is uh, Watson for me, and Wentz is and five. Then Wentz. Yeah. All right. Baker makes my five. I'm going to push Wentz out of the top five. I that's that's similar to luck where I just want to see it, uh, and I'm okay being a little late on it. I'm, I hope that Eagles offense is as good as everybody is saying, but I'm going to hold back a little bit of judgment at this point. Swags, where do you go? Um, I have uh, Goff at five. Okay. So now to actually get to the question is which top five quarterback has the greatest potential to slide down the board after this year? So which one of those guys in your top five? I mean, probably Aaron Rodgers just because of age as far as slipping down the board. Air quotes, you know, like. Just because for of you, age. not for everybody else, I don't care. But for you, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna move Rogers down a little bit because of age. Down our board or down your board, the board, your personal board. Um, we ha- we don't have a board. Yeah, I could see it being <laughs> Rogers. Yeah, yeah, probably Rogers. Yeah, Hug. He's just gonna get harder buddy. and harder to move. It, it's already to the point where if you believe in him, you just kind of hold on to him and ride it out. You know, he's one of those players now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hug, yeah, you're gonna I mean, make the same. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we already established that I think Mahomes sucks, but <laughs> he's never going to do what he did again last bold. year because he's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I, I have to agree. I, if Rodgers, Rodgers would have to have, you know, the type of year that, that, that I mean, so to me, the reason he's one on one is because I think he's the most likely to have that 
monster season like Mahomes just had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he doesn't, I think that, uh, you know, people are going to point to age and, and especially if he deals with injuries again, uh, I think uh, it's going to be a hard sell to keep him in the top five. Uh, how come you guys like went so much? Just, I mean, the, the big knock on him is just, has been just the fact that he hasn't finished the last two seasons. Yeah. But I mean, man, 2017, like if he hadn't, if he hadn't tore his ACL, it, mm-hmm. which, you know, kind of a fluke injury, but I mean, we would have been talking about him the way we're talking about Pat Mahomes now. If he had just finished that season, mm-hmm. he was just so ridiculous. Man. Interesting. All right, I'm going to go to... You, you, what do you have to say for yourself, Mr. Tudor? Yeah, it's, it's got to be Rodgers with the age. Like, I, I think he no, can probably... why do you like Wentz so much? I didn't say I like Wentz so much. I said I, he's not in my top five. I pushed him out. I didn't say oh, where he was. I thought you had him in your top five, too. No. See? Remember that part where you say you don't listen? There's that part. I do. Um, I heard that. You heard You heard what you wanted to, <laughs> and you're selective hearing. <laughs> All right, so let's let's switch it a little bit, and how about uh, we don't have to go through ranks here, but a quarterback outside of last year's top twelve that has the greatest potential to make it in by the end of this year. What? So take rookies out. Okay. So take rookies out. They they don't count. But a, a quarterback that was outside of the top twelve last year that'll be a quarterback one this year. Okay. So I mean, Baker was outside the top twelve, right? Yeah, technically. So, so I feel like that's a little bit of a cheater because go, he missed uh, a couple games. That's how it's done. <laughs> I'll go Stafford. Stafford. Man, and you were talking about this the other night. Um, I, Russell Wilson was outside the top 12, too, I believe. Yeah. Was he really? So Aaron well, Rogers, maybe. Yeah, Rodgers was, well, actually, no, Rodgers. He might squeeze back in. Yeah, actually ended up, yeah, it was with yards and not throwing interceptions because his touchdowns were gross. But like twenty seven and two like, or something. Like it was low. That finished with more two, points yeah. than Russell Wilson did last year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's was bad. Let's let's change this because that, that felt way too easy. I'm let's going Stafford. Not, not all right, cool. Let's do <laughs> I'm trying like, to find loopholes. <laughs> right? Right both you bastards. <laughs> I, I'm the like, one ruining this one this. and this one. Um <laughs> How about for your ranks? Not where where they finished, but for your ranks. A guy outside of that. So I don't care what they did last year or the national fantasy production, but is there a guy in that? Let's and let's. Uh, it says outside of top twelve, so don't fucking give me number thirteen, <laughs> right? Give me give me a sixteen to twenty twenty two kind of range guy that that just for this year will finish inside top 12 let's flip it completely so what about off of going off of adp because i've got okay so kurt cousins uh so i uh i actually run the superflex mock drafts for dlf um so uh compiled all this adp that just came out last night okay and uh kurt cousins was quarterback 15 mitchell trubisky quarterback 16 Ben Roethlisberger, quarterback 19. This is for Dynasty, but, Mm -hmm. and then Matthew Stafford, 23. Those are all guys who could easily do it. If I was going to pick one, I'm going to say Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I like Cousins the best there. Yeah. But Stafford at 23 is is disrespect like a muff. Yeah. Yeah, even even Big Ben, who I, I don't go after in Dynasty as far as what he could do on a season. I mean, that's a pretty nice value if that's your third quarterback on your team or something it's true but we all don't expect big ben to throw it 650 times again this year too right <laughs> so i, I yeah. expect him to We've, be a top five to ten quarterback easy mm-hmm. all right well there's yep. there's your answer then you're welcome um <laughs> done <laughs> i'm just i'm just gonna read all of this because i don't know how to not do it and i didn't prep so um <laughs> i mean just just being real what do i do with my hands <laughs> I don't even know what to do. I'm just going to read. No matter how seriously I phrase this, it'll come off like, what the fuck? But could you guys, for real, breaking down the 2019 49ers, could this be their year? Like, maybe kind of, sort of. Stop laughing, Swags. I can hear you. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's go here right into it. Uh, The wide receivers for the wide receiver for the 49ers we're most interested in is Dante Pettis. Question mark. Right. Okay. Um. 
So a little bit to what we were talking about pre-show, Hogue, what 49ers running back do you feel ends this season as the go-to running back for the team? Oh, fuck. So God by damn. the end of the season, too. So this is through all the injuries that all of them will have, probably. <laughs> yeah. So let's, yeah. let's just so start, let's start going. Mostert? Right? <laughs> because he's still injured from last year, but won't be by the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. While everybody else dies. Exactly. Let's, let's go again. Finding loopholes, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to change this for next time we have you on and fix all that shit. But. So yeah. let's let's start at the beginning of the season. Who are you most confident about running back wise for the Forty ers Uh, I guess I'll go Tevin Coleman. I like Jarek McKinnon better, but I think uh, you know, there's pro. We're probably gonna have to deal with some residual uh, injuries for him this year, coming off of the ACL. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll go Tevin Coleman, probably the most reliable, they can put the most workload on him. Do you think he can hold up to it? And is still the guy at the end. Again, I'm bringing some nasty fantasy karma to all of you because I can't <laughs> have it all. <laughs> uh, oh man, I think that he probably could. I don't, I don't think that he will, but that's also because I just generally think that about running backs i think that they yes. are hard to I, yeah they're they're just way too uh unreliable yeah unreliable yeah. either yeah. word works yeah yeah it's kind of both really off, so it's cool yeah <laughs> i'll take kevin coleman as well this is shanahan's guy he brought yeah, him in absolutely it's the guy uh, he's been waiting for coleman Coleman could have taken a lot. I, I feel like Coleman could have taken more money elsewhere. He signed early to go be with Shanahan and the 49ers. Um, yeah. So, uh, John, you were saying uh, you and Swags are in a best ball league together. Mm -hmm. And you basically have just all the 49ers running backs. So, you, is that something? And, and I don't know how many dynasty best balls you play. And I know Swags says that's the only one. And I don't, I don't have a dynasty best ball. That's. That's weird to me, to be honest. Um, but I get how we want to branch out and do all kinds of stuff. It, outside of the 49ers, are there other teams specifically for best ball, even if we're just playing in one year, not Dynasty, that it's maybe even worth doing? I mean, like Green Bay, Aaron Jones goes early. Jamal Williams, Dexter Williams are super late. Is that something you just want to make sure you have Green Bay's running back? Or is there another team out there that either of you, like, might look to employ this strategy and when doing a best ball draft or even maybe a regular redraft depending on value. I would do it with Washington. And again, I okay. kind of same thing with guys. I feel like, you know, with McKinnon, I think guys is probably going to deal with the same residual injuries. We saw it last year with Dalvin cook, you know, came off the ACL injury and then mm -hmm. the, the opposite hamstring becomes a problem because you kind of compensate for the knee when you run. And, uh, the next thing you know, he's missing time with that hamstring. I think that's going to be the case with Geis. And so I think that you're going to see some Peterson. You're going to see Geis when he's healthy. So, um, But it's going to be a run-heavy offense. So that's one I would definitely do it. What about that's an interesting one, in too. There? Hold on one real quick. Hold on. Oh, yeah. uh, the Washington one is interesting because you you have to take Geis first. And Adrian Peterson is, is far later, even after the news. And and I I know the latest word out on guys is that I guess he, he looks to be ready, but that's just one to me is a little iffy that I have to pay up for the guy that's more unknown early on. Mm -hmm. um, but I I do like both pieces and and what you end up with there I think will help your team, especially in a best ball format. But yeah, let's go to Denver because this is a fun one. <laughs> I hate this one uh, because, <laughs> because I really don't think Royce Freeman is any good. I really don't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think that when he came out of of, of college. Oregon? Yeah, hmm. he to me he looked slow in Oregon. And granted, Pac-12 is a fast conference, but to me he just always looked like such a plotter. So uh, I, I was not particularly excited about him coming out and then i kept hearing so i live in denver and hearing all the local beat writers constantly talking about how royce freeman is going to take over this job at some point and just completely ignoring the fact that philip Lindsay was running circles around him all the time it, it was just it drove me nuts i was like why why do we have to just anoint this guy just on draft capital fuck him 
So, (laughs) (laughs) and I, I'm not a fan of draft capital, by the way. Uh, So another one that I think that we, that we might discuss would be Seattle for kind of similar reasons. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. I mean, but the fact that that ends up kind of being the case, and then also I've mentioned this on several podcasts now, but um, my boy, Tom Burroughs did some awesome work on the Denver backfield. And he mentioned that, uh, that the Shanahan offense, which is what Rich Gangarello is going to run in Denver. They run a two back set. Like, I mean, 40% of the time Mm -hmm. they did that last year without McKinnon with guys like Breda and Jeffrey Wilson and Raheem Mm -hmm. Oster. So, you know, there's a good chance that both guys are on the backfield or in the backfield at the same time. So, uh, based on that, yeah, I think you probably have to take them both for best ball. I think if if you can only take one and you expect them both to be on the field, then why wouldn't you take the later guy, which is Freeman and just about every draft I've seen and, and by a decent margin a lot of times yeah I, but to me Lindsay's better it's <laughs> just like w- so a it's, lot it's worth it's worth uh let's just call it two rounds and that's probably being nice uh, yeah. to you so but Lindsay is worth that two round bomb to you over freeman because of talent he's basically. better yeah because yeah, he's it, better it, <laughs> he's, he's so, so much better Royce so Freeman would you rather him. have royce freeman or take it to seattle or or rashad penny oh okay oh like Damn, that's a tough one because Penny probably goes cheap, goes even earlier than Freeman. Yep. Carson and Lindsay are probably pretty close. Carson might even go a round or two later than Lindsay. So I guess I'd I'd say Freeman. Uh, oh man. So you hate? Where are you going, Swags? I, yeah, I would he take hates Penny. Penny. Yeah, I would take Penny. I think really? I think I'm gonna take Penny just, too. Just how much they run it there and with. I mean, and we'll we'll fly over to the That's Bears true. after this if you want. But with Mike Davis gone and all the what's yeah, left let's, over, let's do it. I mean, they they ran the ball five hundred plus times last year. No Mike Davis again. Yeah. If you're going to tell me that Penny's touching that ball two hundred times, I'm all in. That's very true, and I love Chris Carson, but yeah, I mean. There's there's a workload available for and, Penny. And I mean, yeah, yeah that, that's you, still you saying that Carson is there. Just you know what I mean. No matter if you like Carson or not, which I'm I'm the Penny guy. But even with Carson there, I mean, if both of those players are getting two to two fifty each, like plus Penny in the passing game, yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think you just sold me on that one. All right, so let's go to Chicago then with Montgomery Cohen and the aforementioned Mike Davis. Yeah. Wow. And it seems like Montgomery is is now eclipsed Cohen at least in best ball drafts that I've that I've started you know doing more and more. Is that are you seeing that the same way, Swags? Yeah, yep. And I know you have no problem taking Montgomery ahead of Cohen. Um, and like every draft I've seen, you tend to take him around earlier than than I want you to, and I don't end up with any of them when he's there. But uh, Hogue Montgomery, the, the rookie, Cohen, the second year guy, or Mike Davis takes just enough away to piss you off. <laughs> uh <laughs> man so I'll, I'll go montgomery i think it's going to be a pretty run heavy offense so i mm-hmm. think there's a, a big enough piece of the pie for all of them 1200 yards for montgomery total high low about right it might be howard a little high howard just over a thousand yards last year right and no pass catching ability yeah so if that's a little high then you anticipate mike davis probably doing a little bit more than me basically yeah, it's, that's where those extra yards got to come from, I'm guessing. Yeah. So the nice thing with this backfield, though, is I think Mike Davis comes along later in the season. Again, I'm totally narrative street. So yeah, the, yeah. The, that that rookie July. running back wall that they hit, you know, mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm okay. counting on. I love Montgomery, but I think he's going to run out of gas and Mike Davis takes over late in the season and wins your league. Interesting. Hmm. Would you pay? Would you pay a third round for Mike Davis right now in Dynasty? Twenty twenty third round. Yeah, yeah, I would. I, I'm. I like the. Uh, I kind of like the Swags strategy when it comes to to draft picks, which is we suck so bad at making those later picks. Just get rid of them, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> take yeah. take shots on guys that may help you now to make that pick even later for the guy taking it from you. Exactly. Yeah, I've totally. <sighs> I've totally stolen that one from you, Swags. <laughs> Just trading them away. Yeah. Don't don't you don't need picks. Mm-hmm. They can be fun. What's what's uh I'm, all right? 
All right, Cubs fan. What's the smallest, shortest river in the world? We're just going to give you a little precursor to a two-minute breakdown, I guess. Get the you ready. smallest river in the world? What's the smallest slash shortest river in the world? I I, I don't know how those are differentiated between each other. Dreams. We're all in Put on pumps. <laughs> you should just put that want, want, want behind, behind what you just said when you had it. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's the whole question. The, no, it's not the river of dreams. Get out of here. It's the real river in Montana. <laughs> real river in Montana. The more you know, now you know. Um, also from Cubs fan, does Shaheen have any value this year? I fucking hate you, Cubs fan, for putting this on here. You know that, right? You know that. Swags, this is for you and Hogue, maybe. I, I don't want it. If, if he stays healthy, absolutely. I'll say it again. Like He's a red zone target. Mitch will love him all day. If he's healthy, yeah. Which he has not shown the propensity to be, but that's okay. Hogue, do you love you some Shaheen? Uh, I I do overall. Um, I I don't think he's worth wash, rostering right away. I think it's he's a couple injuries away. Is Trey Burton worth rostering to you? Yes, smart man. Moving on. Uh, a team's wide receiver two that you're targeting in the middle rounds. I, I want to board bet uh, that. I want to board bet that. We didn't do that already. I'll fucking take it. I want to do it every done. time it comes up. <laughs> every. You, I feel like we did this either like weekly or for the season. Third Mike, let's do it every single week. I need 17, 16 board bets. Fuck it. I'll do it on the bye week too. Give them one tie. <laughs> do it on the uh, bye week. Yeah. That, that way you get at least one tie in this. Uh, Regal Beagle wants to know your team's wide receiver two you're targeting in the middle rounds like Jarvis Landry, Mike Williams, or Tyler Boyd, or anybody else in there if you really want to throw in there. But wide receiver two there that you really want to have on your team. Yes, and John. I will take Jarvis. I'm taking Jarvis and Mike. You're guessing John. I don't know no, that John. Were you asking John? I thought you were asking like John. Slow. I'm, I'm, I'm asking be... you both. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna be so good. I, I'm being so disrespected in ADP right now. It's ridiculous. Um, my late round sleeper, John Hope. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Finally, my day has come. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Tyler Boyd is is the alpha out of that group, but uh, a couple other names, I guess off of the team we were just talking about Allen Robinson. And then uh, is the wide receiver too. I love that you went there. Yeah. And Corey Davis. I don't, I don't know how that one's going to play here, but I know that most of my (laughs) podcasts, I get, I get fucking laughed out of the room. So yeah, but Corey Davis as the team's wide receiver too. I absolutely love it. He won't be the (laughs) team's wide receiver too. Well, that was the question I asked, and those were the answers oh, that Hook came I up. I thought it was for our the fantasy team. Like, team. I thought it was for our fantasy oh, okay. team. Nope. Answer. He, he answered Damn it. Damn it. That's, that's what we're keeping. Don't edit it out. Up. Nope. You said it perfectly. Uh, one last <laughs> question here before we get the two-minute breakdown. Your opinion on which Rams wide receiver is the safest slash highest upside? Cooks. Safest and highest upside. Cooks. All day, dude. You're not getting me to change that um do you do you have to pay more for brandon cooks than you do robert woods yeah and the upside is close to the same to me right robert woods finished ahead of cooks last year correct answer is correct <laughs> and i have to pay less for it right i love cooper cup but i'm not buying it coming off the acl that was super late he, we can hear all the coach speak that he's doing good uh he's the guy i'm gonna buy in like week four when you're pissed off that he hadn't done shit for you yet so yeah, I don't know, dude. yeah Sorry, safest one of my to me favorite and highest upside is I really, but it's hard for me. To I get love Cooks, that like, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not disparaging the name of Brandon Cooks, but the question is, is safest with highest upside safest to me? Like if if yeah, Cooks yeah. and and Woods are gonna be close, give me the cheaper guy, which makes him safer. What about you, Hoax? Yeah, I guess it's Woods, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) And help nobody. Yeah, might as well. (laughs) Well, here's here's how I've ruined the entire thing for everybody. I want nothing to do with the Rams offense. I think I'm I'm worried worried they're going to be absolute shit this year. Because the rest of the league has figured it out, or you just don't believe in Jared Goff? Todd Gurley is is done, and that team revolves around... I'm, well, I'm just going to take all your answers so you don't have a new one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Josh Reynolds. Just all the tropes. Uh, I mean, you missed you missed a couple of – well, yeah, you missed two of them. And, again, narrative street big time. The big one for me is is the Super Bowl hangover. Okay. That happens all the time for the team that loses a Super Bowl. And not only did they lose a Super Bowl, but they looked like shit doing it. So 
I think that we kind of saw what it looks like when they don't have Todd Gurley at full strength, and it was not pretty. Uh, that's 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 really the big thing for me. I think that we've already kind of seen it. Hogue, would you pay a twenty twenty first and second for Todd Gurley on your dynasty team right now? Yeah, I guess I would. I still would. I guess you kind of have to. Okay. I would do that. Yeah. I, reach around I felt like I was cheap. Too. Yeah. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody wants that from you. Just saying. <laughs> All right. Hogue, uh, oh, this is a lot of fun, dude. So I feel yeah, like it, it, we can't make it another 152 episodes before we have you on again. Seriously, man. Um, and, and, we'll, <laughs> and I got to get you guys on, uh, on our various shows. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The future. But, uh, it's uh, it's about that time, Swags. Hogue, I'm this is your shot, this. buddy. This is, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. We both got pretty excited about this one, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you know you got about five percent chance of making this in two minutes. Um, <laughs> I'm, and, and I'm well aware. A lot of, a lot of that's not is, even is your, ambitious. A lot of that's not even your fault. Some of these questions got a little lengthy, and I will go through them fast, but. Nice. If nobody's ever heard this, you're coming you're over because uh, of Mr. Hoke. <laughs> there's a reason why I do it almost all the time now. Uh, <laughs> but this is the two-minute breakdown. Me and Swags came up with 12 random-ass questions. We're going to ask John Hoke. Uh, he needs to give us his first initial gut reaction and just make sure you remember all the stupid ones to make fun of him for. Um, <laughs> once you hear the, the sound, I will start reading, and you, it's your turn to fire away. Nice. Swags, hit it. And now, your two-minute breakdown. What's the last live concert you went to? It was it was Social Distortion at, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember where it was, here in Denver. Right. Uh, it's been several months. All right, there's a German legend from the Middle Ages that states that kissing a donkey will get rid of blank. <laughs> Why did uh, I mean <laughs> my gut reaction was herpes? So I guess uh, we're going with it's it. Gotta be too thick, but I, I like where your head's at. Um, why would someone get cake if Wait, they we don't eat get it to too? know the answer? I said toothache. Oh, toothache, toothache. Why would this? These aren't for you. Why would someone get their cake if they couldn't eat it too? Oh man, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't have an I don't have an answer. Yeah, no um, reason. In 14 games played last year, what was Marcus Mariota's passing yards average? Oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> I rounded up Probably. for you. Did you? So, like, six? <laughs> 181 yards rounding up, 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Ouch. Oh, per game. Okay. Man, that's yeah. still not good. It's, well, you put said six for the whole season. That's not great. Um, is, <laughs> yeah. Is, is it the straw that stirs the drink or the roofie that's stirred by the drink? Oh man, uh, I mean, I think that you have to have the straw either way. So yeah, we'll go there. As long as Stompy's the roofie, right? Like that's Correct. what we agreed to. All right, good. Correct. <laughs> what age? What age is it not acceptable to wear a jersey of your favorite player? How old? How old are you? Or it's not acceptable. Call it twelve. Uh, Ouch. Conservatively. The Madden curse is that real? Patrick Mahomes this year. Let's hear a stat line. Stat line. Um. Yeah, what's what's gonna what's bad? Let's let's drop him down to thirty. Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Stop it! Stop <laughs> that! I only have two minutes to drink. Damn it! <laughs> My time's up. <laughs> but it's yeah, but over. you don't get out that easy. Yeah, give me that stat line. Let's go thirty touchdowns, and uh, he'll still be in the four thousand forty two hundred <laughs> yards. What's the first historical event you remember, like where you were when it happened or first heard about it? First historical event. Um, I guess I'll say 9-11. I mean, there have to be. I, I, I was like 20 years old. There have to, has to be something else. But pick, pick only one that can be a Hall of Fame quarterback, Joe Flacco or Eli Manning. Oh, my God. Well, Eli. Because of two Super, Super Bowls, Bowls? yeah. Because of two that he didn't earn. Yeah. Um, Neither of them should make it though. Which <laughs> which active NFL quarterback has the most interceptions currently? Don't tell me it's Marcus Mariota. Please don't tell me that. Um, Roethlisberger. Eli. Eli has two thirty nine. Breeze has two thirty three. But Brett Favre three hundred and thirty six. Sixty more than the next closest guy. Last two questions. Why did the ocean break up with the pool? 
Uh, wow. Yeah, I don't know this one. It was too shallow, man. <laughs> nice. But I'm bummed. <laughs> and last one, because I got to do it. Keep trade cut. James the Brain. Stompy. Mayonnaise Haze. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Uh, I mean. We it, just won't tell him to listen. It's cool. Yeah. It would probably change by the day, but I haven't heard from, from Mayonnaise in a few days, so I'll keep him. Uh, trade Stompy, I think he probably has the most trade value, um, even though he shouldn't. For a couple uh, more months. Keep yeah, writing that SFBA so title. So that shit's so over. <laughs> so <high. laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, you've got a, a short, small, uh, a small uh, cell window here. So yeah, take, it, James, take advantage. Singlet and brain. all. James, a brain you just yep. got cut, bro. Yeah, yeah. We're we're cutting the brain. Um, he's been all over Mariota for uh, the last couple days. And he finally let that one go and started in on Dalvin Cook. So fuck him. So Hayes, Hayes got him. bonus points because <laughs> because you he leaves me because he has alone. Heard from him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome, John. Much appreciation for coming on, buddy. One more time, let everybody know where they can find any of your stuff, and let's get out. Thanks for having me, boys. At Superflex Dude on Twitter, and check out the show at Superflex Show and FF Statistics. At underscore FF statistics. I feel like nice. the roofie that is stirred by the straws kind of mean though, because does that mean you like put everybody to sleep and then fuck them? Like, <laughs> is that what is? Well, that's that? what we called Stompy, so it sounds about right. <laughs> Just being super mean on the outro now. It's cool. Uh, I was he's just at wondering FF what it underscore meant. swag. I'm at FL Two Drink Minimum, and this is at FF underscore Breakdown Bitches Lunch Date Edition. Just I got roofied. Go. You just got roofied. <laughs> Hoke, Superflex Dynasty Rank, Drew Locke, Royce Freeman, Cortland Sutton. Oh my god. Uh Sutton and uh the others don't matter. <laughs> the others don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Freeman over Locke, but god, yeah. yeah. No thanks. Nice. Sorry like for real. Like Hoke, appreciate it. Guys, thanks for having me on. That was a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. I knew yeah, this we'll would have, be a fun one. We'll absolutely. have to do it again. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. And seriously, we got to figure something out with Super Show, too. Yeah. Uh, we got Let us we know. got weird times going on right at the moment, but uh, we're going to get everything straightened out and bring you Can we? On. Let's, um, <laughs> we should have both shows just fucking take over the open bar. I feel like that's where we could get both oh, shows on. Let's get both, both on and just say fuck it. Oh my god, yeah.